You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Tonight, amen, I want to minister a message that I entitled, Do Christians Celebrate Halloween. Do Christians celebrate Halloween? And and first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off, amen, that I'm not here to judge anyone or judge any churches. So I want you guys to really hear me out first uh, before you cast judgment on me. Amen. But hear me out, and then you can think what you want to think after this, but this is something that that I need to speak on. Uh, I'm not here to say that others are wrong in what they're doing. I'm not here to point out other churches right now, and so don't call any other churches. And Pastor Art was talking about you because I'm not talking about anybody. And so uh, so please hear me out, amen. And so, I'm not, like I said, I'm not here to judge that others are wrong and what I'm doing is, is right or saying is right. Uh, uh, or, you know, uh, I just want to look at it a little deeper. If you guys can just open up your mind and let me just expand a little deeper knowledge here. I also want to say I'm not sending anyone to hell either, amen. And so if you know somebody that, that's, that's in a costume right now or, or out there trick-or-treating and, and uh, don't go and say, you know what, the pastor says you're going to hell. I'm not sending anybody to hell either. So just I, I pray that you just open up your heart and your mind and understanding. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. There will be some questions that I'll ask throughout the course of the message. And it won't be a long message, but... A, Throughout the course of the message, you're going to have to answer for yourself. Uh, you don't need to yell it out or you don't need to say anything, but I want you to answer it for yourself. And at the end, you've got to see if it's going to line up to what you want to believe or you, what you want to do for you and for your family. Uh, but I'm making a decision for our church. And so I, I am the pastor and I am the, uh, the, the overseer, uh, the, the, the under-shepherd of this flock here. And so I've got to go with the Lord is prompting me as a pastor to do. And so I'm not trying to cause any type of controversy, amen. And I think the further we stay away from controversy, the better it is for the church of God, amen. But, but I do want to look at it into a spiritual dimension with you, amen. And so I want you guys to open your mind up to the spirit and not to our own intellect or our own ways or thoughts or anything. Uh, I may start talking things that you may not agree in your spirit or agree uh, as I'm speaking, so don't throw a face at me. Just, just uh, suck it up a little bit. And like I said at the end, it's really up to you. It's just like when you come to church, everything that's spoken over this pulpit, amen, is really up to you what you do with it. I'm going to serve it as the Lord gives it to me to, to serve. I'm going to use the word of God with it. But ultimately it's up to you what you're going to do with that because you're going to have to stand before God Almighty yourself and answer those things up to him, uh, to, him to yourself. And so... Uh, I just want to just give you some background. I want you to look at it in the spiritual, okay? And so uh, I, I want to tell you what I feel as a pastor. I've been, I really, really have been battling over this 
over the, uh, for some time, amen. My wife and I have discussed on this subject, amen. And, uh, and, uh, and we are responsible as pastors for this church, but I want to do what's best for our church, amen. And uh, I've said in the past that, you know, maybe it's not that bad. You know, uh, really, uh, are we celebrating Halloween, you know, as a church when we do certain events that looks like Halloween? Uh, you know, and, and our church never intended it to be towards Halloween, amen. So, uh, but first of all, I want to start off by saying that we are in a spiritual battle. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Can we all agree with that? We're in a spiritual battle. So I want you to look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Now I'm going to start, I'm going to use this scripture just to start off for the night. And the word of God says this in Ephesians 6, 12. I'm reading out the NIV. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I'm here to declare to you tonight that God is spirit. Can somebody agree with me with that? The enemy is spirit. Everything that we do in church is spiritual. So with that in mind, I want you to keep that in mind. So with that in our, our minds right now, do Christians really celebrate Halloween? I read a, an article from a former saint worshiper. He was a head leader. He was really deep into the satanic church who got radically saved. And you can look him up. Amen. His name is John Ramirez. I showed a video one time of him uh, uh, that was showing some of the dark sides of, of the satanic realm, of uh, how it works in the spiritual realm, which kind of what I'm going to talk about today. Amen. And then there was a, another man called Anton Levy. He's the founder of the Church of Satan. And this is what he said. This is what he made a, he made a, he made a, a uh, announcements. He says, I, I'm glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night out of the year. And then he quotes, welcome to Halloween. Now, we see no harm in Halloween because we think it's fun. We paint our faces, including adults that get dressed up, and we wear innocent costumes. Even churches dressed up their entryway with Halloween pumpkins. They advertise their events. As a church on Facebook, on the media, with, with Halloween pumpkins, skeletons, spider webs, ghosts, even witches, advertising their harvest festival or trunk or treat. And, 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 and not all churches, but there are some churches that have this kind of symbolic things on their advertisement. Now, listen, these actions are like giving the devil a license saying, here's my church, welcome. Now, remember, everything is spiritual. So I want you to attach it to the spiritual, okay? Now, everything that we do is spiritual, right? We, we declare that God is spirit. The enemy is spirit. Everything that we do as a church is spiritual. Everything that is done right now in the realm of, of God and the devil is all spiritual. So you've got to make the connections here. And so when we do this on this day and we start to decorate the things or advertise it, not in a mean way, not in an intentional way. Now, I believe these churches are doing it intentionally. They're, they're creating a Halloween atmosphere for a safe place, but they're using symbolic things on there, 
that, that create, uh, that open the, the, the door to spiritual things. And so, like I said, you're giving the devil a license saying, here is my church, welcome. Now, we think just because we're not performing any kind of demonic rituals or any human sacrifices that we're on safe ground. But this ex-Satanist says as soon as we dress up, listen, as soon as we dress up for Halloween, whether you're coloring your face, amen, or putting on a costume, he says the enemy owns you. This is spiritual. This is connected to spiritual, guys. So when this, the enemy owns you when you participate during Halloween, which is a day when Satanists are doing all kinds of evil things and evil is going on in our cities. You may not see it. You may not, they, they, they don't advertise this. They don't put this on the news. Uh, but there are things that are going on in our world or presently right now as I'm speaking today in different parts of the world that there, it's really evil. And so right now I can tell you people are watching scary movies. I can tell you, amen, they're playing Ouija boards or doing something satanic or they don't, they, they're, they're playing with some things that are spiritual that they don't even know they're messing with. But this causes during this, this time and season to do these things. People right now are dressed as demons, ghosts, and witches all over our city. In our city right now, in our, on, our, on these clubs or stuff like that, I bet you there are a few devils out there. You may have seen some coming through. Amen. But I'm telling you, when you start to get involved and our city starts to get involved, and I'm speaking about the world right now, I'm speaking about the outside world, amen, they're, they're watching these things, amen, they're playing these games that they don't even know what they're getting into, uh, they're, they're dressing up, amen, and something I can tell you right now gets released in the spirit from. This is their day. I can tell you right now, through the studies of, of, of this ex-Satan worshiper and through the word of God, this is their day, even though you may not see it right now. Are you following me? This ex-Satanist says, as a devil worshiper, Halloween is very special to them. They look forward to celebrating because they knew the implications and the dark, the dark powers behind it. It's very different. It's a, it's a very different night than any other night for them. This night, before the, they get instructions, they get preparations, they are, they are to, to rest all day in order to stay up all night. This is what Satan's are doing right now. This is what the church of Satan is doing right now. They rest all day. They get the preparation. This is what we're going to do. This is what kind of sacrifices we're going to do. There's sacrifices going on right now. They're, they're, they could be, this is where people are missing. Kids are missing because of these, uh, these, uh, uh, these things that they're doing right now that's behind the scenes that we do not see, church, but it goes on. It goes on. You know, their, their preparation of Halloween is like a preparation for us for Resurrection Sunday. That's how big of a holiday this is for the Church, church of Satan. Amen. Uh, but some churches, and we have done it in the past as well, we remove the word Halloween and we replace it with harvest instead. We used to call ours Hallelujah Nights. Amen. And we kind of just dressed it up a little bit and so forth, amen, and so we're dressing up in costumes, amen, we're giving out candy, and we're actually doing what the, what the world is doing. They open it up to the communities, amen, who bring their kids dressed in witches' outfits, ghosts, and other things. 
I'm telling you, this is, this is connected to the spiritual. I want to remind you, this is spiritual. So when you invite the world or the community to a church event, they're going to bring their kids, not in the costumes that you want them to come in. They're, they're part of the community. They're going to be dressed. I mean, I, I, I just pulled out of my driveway, and a few goblins came after me. And I said, you know what? Sorry, kids. I got no can. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling to church, you know? And, and so you see these kids dressed up with scary outfits and so forth. And so this is what the community, so if they see a church event, they're bringing their kids as they're dressed. They're not changing their costumes, amen. They're going to be who they are. This is how the world is looking at it in this day. You know, the church, the Cure Church in Kansas City does a great job in turning this event, this day, to evangelistic purposes, to win souls to the kingdom of God through a drama called Hell Night. Amen. They've been doing this for years, over 20 years, amen. And so it's, it's, a, it's a way to get the community for the harvest of souls, amen. It's not a harvest of dressing up, playing games, or handing out candy to the community. It was but a harvest for souls. And they win thousands upon thousands to Christ through this time. They have a great, this great thing called Hell Night. They change it up. They're doing it as we're speaking today right now. They do around four or five shows a, a day. And so they sell tickets. People are coming out to this community. But instead of having a harvest festival, instead of having some kind of things for the, the kids and things like that, they're bringing a point to the community and winning souls during this time. For many who celebrate Halloween, that celebrate that, that celebration gets carried over to tomorrow, November 1st, which is called All Saints Day. A day of the dead or Dia de los Muertos. And there's really nothing holy about this. It's very demonic as well. I'm telling you, everything is spiritual here, guys. And so I'm trying to connect it to the spiritual that you can grab understanding right now. We as a church, are we celebrating Halloween? We allow our kids to go trick-or-treating, amen, thinking we're saved. Other, other Christians are doing it, so it must be okay, right? This is what we think, right? No, hey, we're in the church, we're safe, we're not doing anything crazy. You know, we're just making a, we're creating a safe environment for our kids. But like I said, I started to think about this and reading some things, and through God's word, started, it started con convicting me. And I'm not talking about me right now, okay? So my, my feelings cannot be your feelings. You're going to have to make up your own mind after I finish this. But this is what the Lord started really convincing me. And you got to understand that God is the God of life. Can somebody say amen to that? But Halloween focuses on death. Should I participate in something where people decorate their front yards with tombstones, ghosts, ghosts and witches? Should I be part of that? The scripture tells us to put away the deeds of darkness. In Romans chapter 13, verse 12, it says this, The night is almost gone, and the day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes, and put on the shiny armor of right living. The Word of God also says that light has nothing in common with darkness. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 and 15 says this, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can the light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? So let me ask you this question. Like I said, don't answer it out. you got to answer this to yourself. 
Is celebrating a dark holiday something a child of the light should be doing? <laughs> we know her answer. Yes. That's why I said, as you hear it out, make your conclusions at the end. You guys are going to start arguing in the beginning, but let me just bring everything out. Amen. See, many of us here, and we can, this we can answer, many of us here have been delivered from fear. Come on. Right? We got saved and God delivered us from fear. Now, fear is from the enemy, right? Should I participate, listen, in a holiday that has fear as its very foundation? Right? Halloween is nothing about being scary. It's about fear. It's about people practically doing jokes on each other, scaring each other, things about evil, things about wickedness. So I'm here to tell you, should I participate in a holiday that fear is its base foundation? Deuteronomy 18, uh, verse 10 through 13 says this, For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. And do not let your people practice fortune-telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth the spirits of the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because of other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you. But you must be blameless before the Lord, your God. Witchcraft is clearly detestable to God. As you walk through the Halloween sections of any store, all you see is witches, broomsticks, ghosts, anything that has to do with... There's really nothing nice. Halloween is scary. And that's what you'll see most of the time is all that kind of decoration. Should I participate in something that glorifies witchcraft? The world thinks that it's cute to dress up our kids as devils and witches and scary characters. Should we allow our kids to be part of that? Remember this. This is a spiritual thing, guys, here. Even if your kids are dressing right, I mean, what if we allow our kids to dress as a fireman? Is that okay? Let me ask you then, are we sending them a mixed message by allowing our kids to participate of a celebration of evil? You know, we're looking at this and we can change it up. It's just like changing our, 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 the name from Halloween to Harvest or Hallelujah Night. You know, it's still this night. It's still participating. So we can, we can paint a mixed message to our children when we allow them to say, well, you can't Dress like this, but you can be part of it. Romans chapter 16, verse 19 says this, But I want you to be wise about what is good and be innocent about what is evil. The Lord says in his word that we need to set ourselves apart from this world. Doesn't that include your kids as well? 2 Corinthians six seventeen says this, Therefore, come out and be separate says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. <clears throat> Aren't we supposed to be different, church? I mean, the Bible calls us peculiar people, which means to be different 
from the normal or from the world. I don't think not allowing, listen, our kids to dress up this one day is going to kill them. I mean, our, our kids, we, we probably took them out maybe twice or three times through their whole age just because we felt bad and felt, I mean, Brandon looks pretty normal, right? He turned out all right. I mean, he has a little twerk sometimes, but he's, it's okay. <laughs> I, I think all my kids turn out pretty well from, from keeping them from participating and going out and trick-or-treating, amen. I think they turned out all right. I don't think this one day is going to kill them. I mean, we used to do something different. We, we used to go out to dinner. We just go out to dinner. We go out to, to round table or Shakey's Pizza and say, come on, kids, let's go out. And I would still treat them. And say, you know, we, we don't participate that. We don't, we don't celebrate this. So, but I'll buy some pizza. Yeah, I'll take pizza. I'll buy him some candy. I'll, I'll buy him whatever it is. I'll treat him. We'll go out for ice cream. And so this is how we used to escape. We just say, you know what, we're, we're going out and having dinner, amen. Or, you know, there, there's things that you can do for your children. There's things that you can speak into your children's life. Or you can go into the flow of the world. I, it's really up to you what you're going to do. But you got to understand everything that we are connected does connect with spiritual. When you're even dressing up as innocent characters on this day, I'm not saying any other day, I'm not saying a, a, a costume party or whatever you're going to have, but I'm saying on this day that has to do with evil, we are participating in that, and that gets involved in that church, and it becomes a spiritual thing. Uh, I mean, as I read some of the studies, it even says that, that, that as you participate in this, a, something happens in their spirit that can be carried for generations. And so it jumps into your kids who don't know nothing, but they start to act different behaviors as they start to grow up because they participated. You know, I, I don't know how deep that really is, but I, I believe that some kind of spiritual part has to play with that where our kids start to act up or they start to, to talk back to you. And it's because of events like this that get attached to something like this. Amen? And so, uh, should we really care what other people think on our decisions? You know, shouldn't pleasing God be the number one thing in our lives? Right? Shouldn't be what if kids are going to make fun of us or, or people make fun of us because we're not doing certain things. Shouldn't say, you know what, pleasing God is what my main concern is. I'm not here to please you. I'm not here to please anybody but God. Amen? Now, listen, if there is a question in your heart, that if something is wrong, shouldn't that be the first clue of saying, you know what, this is not right? You know, if there's that first thing that you get in your, in your heart and says, you know what, this is not right, shouldn't that be the first clue and say, you know what, I, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't think this is right for me? You know, why, why should we continue to fight over it to think, is this right or this, is this, this wrong? You know, you know, the, you're, 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 God has given us all uh, something that we feel in our spirit, something that we know when it's wrong, right? You know when it's wrong, right? You know, should, is this wrong? If it feels wrong, it's wrong then. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to try to find out. If it's, your spirit is telling you, don't do it. Your spirit's feeling, if you're feeling uncomfortable for, in it, your spirit's telling you already that it's not right. And so if, it's, if it doesn't feel right to you, don't try to make it right. God is trying to already tell you. He's given us that spirit man inside of us that tells us, 
this should be the first clue that this is not right. You know, there, there's things that, you know what, I, I don't need to ask nobody. You already know. And so, you know, we don't need to compromise. It has to go whether it's drinking, whether it's doing this, whether it's doing that. You, you know when you feel in your spirit that it's not right. And that should be the first clue that says, you know what, I don't think we should do this. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. And so I'm going to close tonight. And my, my thing, my question is, does Halloween bring glory to God? And the answer is no, because it glorifies the devil. And that's the bottom line. This day is about evil. You can change it the way you want to change it. You can paint it up the way you want to paint it. And I'm not saying, like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you're doing this and you're participating, you're a devil worshiper. I'm not saying that at all. All, all I'm saying is it attaches to the spiritual realm. And, and, and there's things that happen when you allow yourself into a spiritual realm, church. That's why playing Ouija boards and getting in the dark and trying to hang out with friends thinking this is cool. I can tell you right there that you're opening yourself to something that you don't even know what's going on. And, 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 and things just happen. And I believe that things that they hear are things that really happen. Because you open the door to him. And so we, the, the Bible tells us to, tells us to not give the devil a foothold. That means you don't give him a crack of the door. You don't allow him to come in with any of his things, you know. And so when you start to participate in his events, you're opening a door for yourself. You can, you can be saved. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not looking at other churches out there and saying these guys are all wrong. They all mean good. And, and, and we did the same thing for a time. But when I started to read this about connected to the spirit, I think we're, we're damaging ourselves. And, and my thing, uh, I don't want this in our church. And uh, if you want to get mad at me at this one day every year, then go ahead and get mad at me every day at this time. But I hope you look at the overall of what I do for this church and, this, and for, our, 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 for your lives, amen, and for our kids, that, that you know what, one day is not going to hurt them. We have, we have Christmas. We have Easter. We have a lot of other, other special occasions that they get candy. They can have fun. They can be a kid. I'm not saying that you take away anything from them. I'm telling them, why don't you turn it around for them? Take them out. Go, go, make it a family night. Make it, make it go out to the movies and go see a funny movie or, or whatever it is. What? Candy every night. There you go, candy every night. You know, candy every night except on Halloween. We don't give you candy on Halloween. <laughs> but, but does Halloween bring glory to God? It really doesn't, unless you're doing something like the church at, at, at Kansas City. And that, they're looking for souls. They're looking for souls, church. And like I said, I'm not, getting, I'm not putting nobody down. There's a lot of churches out there, they, they want to do something for their kids. And I understand that, church. And so don't, don't get me wrong in this. You know, uh, I want to apologize if I have brought anything, painted any wrong message in the past, and I'm bringing a change now. You know, I, I apologize if I painted something wrong to your church or to your kids, amen. As a pastor, like I said, I want the best for our church, and, and our intentions are never to celebrate. It was Even in the past, it was never to celebrate Halloween, uh, and we have done our dress-ups in the past. My wife and I have dressed up in participating here in church events, amen, and thinking that other churches are doing well, it must be okay, and, and so I don't want to be look like a joy killer, and I'm not, that's not my intention. So I allowed it. I allowed those, 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 those times of Hallelujah Night and other things that we did for our kids during Halloween time, amen, in the past. 
But deep down, I really never felt comfortable with it. And though I just participated, and so I looked at that church, and I looked at this brother, and I knew the church, and they meant good things. I said, well, they're doing it. It must, it's all right. You know what? It's, it's for the kids. And so we try to change it up. And like I said at the beginning, I'm not judging churches that are out there. I got friends out there having harvest nights, and, and they're having a great time, church. And I'm not saying this, but to me, it, it, the days that we're living today, and the enemy's working really hard that I'm not going to allow the spirit to come into our churches. I'm not going to allow the spirits to jump on our kids, amen, for any season or moment, if, even if it's to sow a seed inside of them, you know, of rebellion or whatever it is. You may not see it. You may think that's just a kid acting up, but it can be something because of this that jumped on our kids. And that's why they got a spirit of rebellion inside of them because they, they, they opened up their door. You, you, as they get older, they're going out and doing crazy things, and they're, they're out there you know, causing trouble as they get older as teenagers. Because I was part of that, amen. We're part of this thing, and we're, we're thinking the world's doing it, but the enemy's using us. And so, so there's things that, that happen in the spirit realm that we really don't look at it. And so my thing is to, for you guys to look deeper, with, even with the word of God, and say, you know what, is this something that we should be part of? You know, we here at PCLV made a decision that we won't participate during this time like that going forward. I mean, we haven't done it for the last few years. We did a couple, we'll do carnivals, we'll do things like that for our kids. And because of our structure and our building, we can't do things in the parking lot. And so there's things that we're limited to here. But we do have Christmas. We do have Easter. And, and, and those things, folks, even though they can say that those are pagan holidays, and you can get a group of people that does that, but it has nothing to glorify the devil. Those things are attention to glorify God, no matter what the season, no matter what they say or what, what other people are saying. This time here is for evil. Christmas is about Christ. Easter is about Christ. And so those are focuses to glorify God. And so there's nothing wrong. And we'll have treats. And we're not, not that we believe in Santa Claus or the Easter bunny and things like that. And, and, and we should, as parents, should teach our kids what this season really is all about. And so they, this one day to me, I don't think will kill your kids, you know. If, if they can come talk to me if they want to. I'll, I'll, I'll share with them. But I'm not trying to kill anything. I'm not trying to bring in a kill job. I'm just trying to bring out a, a little picture. And, and really, it's up to you. I'm home. I can't tell you what to do. All I can do is give you the word of God and say, you know what, it's up to you what you want to do with it. But as for me and my house, this is what we're going to do out of here. You know, if you want to go to a, a harvest festival next year with your kids and go to another church, that's going to be up to you. But we'll, we'll be here worshiping God, just like we're doing tonight. You know, we're going to be here doing what we always do. This is no other night but just worshiping God. You know, maybe one day we'll have our own hell night. And maybe our focus will be on something for the harvest of souls instead of just entertaining what the world does and everybody else is doing. I, I pray that one day we do something different during this time. What a great thing it would be to, to do a hell night of our own and show them things of what, what, what it's really about. It's about souls, about, about this time and turning this day that the enemy uses for evil for good and bringing souls. Amen. I think a, a, few, a few years ago we showed hell night out of the Kansas City church and they sent me a DVD and, and I played it at church and it was powerful. 
And, and they're, 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 they really get into, they, they really invest into it. That's why they started charging this. But people buy these tickets in order to create money to, to buy for, the, for the, 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 the props and everything that they're doing. I mean, they, it's, a, it's a full line production that these guys are doing it. And people line up and shows are sold out. I mean, they're showing four, four shows a day and they're sold out. And they're, and they're packing out, that church packs out over 600 plus. And so you're talking about a community that comes out to this production and thousands, I'm telling you, thousands are getting saved through this. And it's something that is powerful that that church, the, the Cure Church, has used this time. Instead of creating something fun and everything, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's other seasons and times that we can do that for the community and carnivals. If you do something like that, too, that gets the community involved, to pull them off the streets, get them into church, and show them the gospel. And lives are getting saved. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand up. You guys still love me? chocolate in my office. <laughs> oh, you go in there, huh? You go in there.